welcome to MLW Confusion. I'm your host, Rob Cammer, bringing you all that you may or may not need to know about Major League Wrestling and its television programming. This week, we are going to take a look at MLW Fusion 143, Davy Richards versus Richard Holiday, Battle of the Richards. We're going to see who the bigger Richard is tonight. But first, of course, we have the news. Uh, first, just a TMI kind of experience because, well, you know, this is my podcast and I will TMI if I want to. Uh, I had the honor of checking out Galley Lucha Libre last weekend, and I only bring this up during an MLW-based program just to throw out there some guys that, you know, we've seen on MLW television, most notably Drago, Aerostar, and more contemporarily speaking, Aramis. Uh, Aramis has been part of the new uh, Lucha Initiative by Cesar Duran and got to check him out firsthand in the Quad Cities. And ladies and gentlemen, he is amazing. Um, if I can make my first world problems complaint, there was no Ares to uh, see some Lucha Catch action, uh, but nonetheless, uh, seeing a guy that I've really only seen on television uh, all this time is always a great experience. And of course, seeing Aerostar and Drago themselves too, going off of MLW and uh, Lucha Underground, oh, completely amazeballs. So Galley Lucha Libre put on a fun show last weekend. So if they have to come by your area, check it out. Why not? Cheap plug right there. Did it for free this time. Uh, technically, I paid money to make this plug. But never mind that. Let's just move on to some MLW news, shall we? Uh, Kings of Coliseum is coming up in one short week. Uh, we have some new news coming out of that, some fresh matchup announcements. Uh, most notably, of course, is the Philadelphia debut of Mike Roman. Uh, the latest charge of Mr. St. Laurent will make his debut in Philly the 13th at the 2300 Arena at Kings of Coliseum. Be exciting, of course. The pound for pound, the best wrestler in the world, of course. Also announced for the show this week is Matt Cross taking on ACH. Enzo taking on the newly debuting Lince Dorado. And, of course, a middleweight championship match, triple threat, Casey Navarro, Ares, and Myron Reed, the young goat, your three-time MLW middleweight champion. Uh, so that should be a fun match to see that I am really looking forward to. You know, maybe a low-key uh, match of the night. Who knows? We'll find out. Um, and moving on from that, uh, also announced is something that I'll probably have to sp explain in a bit more detail because WTF matey, is the Thrilla in Phila challenge. It is Alex Kane and the Beaumayet Fight Club issuing an open challenge uh, with some added stipulations in there that if you can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with your national openweight champion... Uh, did I say open weight instead of middleweight earlier? Because it's Alex Kane is totally the national open weight champion, but you know, editing is for fools. Moving on. Anyway, if our open challenge competitor can last twenty minutes with our national open weight champion Alex Kane, they will get twenty thousand dollars. And if they happen to be able to pin Kane's shoulders to the mat or make him submit, win the match, if you will, they will get the national open weight championship. Who's going to come out for that? I don't know, but it should sound fun. I wonder if someone's going to get 20 grand. I could use 20 grand, but I also can't go 20 minutes with Alex Kane either, so I doubt it's going to be me. 
All right, let's get on to the main portion of our show. It is Fusion 123. We are starting off with highlights of the Intimidation Games main event featuring Jacob Fatu taking on Mads Kruger, also taking on your MLW World Heavyweight Champion, your boy Alexander Hammerstone. Uh, Hammerstone, of course, looks strong, beats Kruger with the Nightmare Pendulum to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. Um, after the match, though, Jacob Fatu is attacked backstage by what's being revealed to be Bastia Seis Seis along with Cesar Duran and the uh, Lucha Henchmen. Uh, what this means this week, we shall find out. We get our opening credits and we are welcomed to the show by Rich Bocini and Joe Drombowski. Uh, they run down the cards tonight. We have the Battle of the Biggest Richards, as in Richard Holiday taking on Davey Richards. Myron Reed is going to defend his World Middleweight Championship against the person who attacked him, allegedly. If not, just a mystery opponent nonetheless. And we'll also see Hustle and Power in action tonight as well. But, of course, we need to start this show off hot. Who's going to see the biggest Richard? Because I am just not going to stop making penis jokes throughout the evening. Uh, it is Davy Richards taking on Richard Holiday with Alicia Toot. Um, that being said, all the joking aside, uh, these two do have history. Uh, it was Richard Holiday who put a bounty on Davy Richards' head uh, last month, two months ago or so, uh, when Richards had an opportunity to take on Hammer for the World Heavyweight Championship. Unfortunately, none of those bounties were successfully collected, uh, and Richards has not forgot about that. The match itself starts off with, of all things, a Greco-Roman knuckle lock, uh, then trading arms locks out of that. Holiday, though, takes advantage with a scientific kick to the gut uh, and catches Richards... Uh, before he can dive, going outside the ring with a big spine buster. Uh, Alicia, too, takes her opportunity to choke Davy Richards on the ropes as we go to commercial break. When we come back, Davy Richards battles back with some big kicks to the chest. Richards misses his howling stomp, though, but rolls through and locks on a trailer hitch. Holiday's allowed to get to the ropes out of this, though, and makes his comeback with a double underhook backbreaker for two count. Uh, Richards rolls through a 2008 stock market crash attempt into the ankle Lock. Uh, Holiday, though, powers out of that, and then Holiday's up, hits the 2008 stock market crash for the win. After the match, Alicia too takes the microphone away from Rich Bocini, does a faux interview with Richard Holiday, who mostly just runs down the crowd, tells him to shut up, and proclaims himself to be the next MLW World Heavyweight Champion. A uh, solid match between the two. Uh, thought the match should go on a bit longer. Uh, the end came kind of abrupt, but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, you can't sneeze at a win over Davy Richards, like, regardless of how it came about. And not to say that this came about underhanded tactics outside of, like, the random Alicia Toot choking thing. Um, but, you know, I felt like this would be a good establishing match for Richard Holiday as he's going on against uh, Alexander Hammerstone next week. But... You know, as I said, I can't complain about the match. The match itself was not bad. It just didn't seem like it had too much in the line of heat to it uh, and didn't do a whole lot outside of just the concept of beating Davey Richards to do to elevate Richard Holiday as, uh, as I don't want to say as a threat because he's, oh, he's always been a threat. He's always been a solid worker and getting in important wins, but it really didn't do anything to take him up to the next level to possibly be able to successfully take the title from Hammerstone. Uh, so, but, you know... What do I know? Just a guy selling t-shirts with his likeness on it on the interwebs from his mother's basement. Anyway, 
let's just move along from that. Uh, last week, 5150 stole the World Class Wrestling Association Championship belt that was uh, destined for North Tex- Texas University. Uh, we asked the Von Erics what they think about this, and the Von Erics are going to kick some ass. Uh, backstage, E.J. Aduka, the judge, is walking through. Uh, he stopped by Mr. Thomas. Uh, Thomas, you know, they go back and forth. Mr. Thomas, though, acknowledges that he respects the judge, but he doesn't respect, uh, you know, Calvin Tankman. And that doesn't look good on the judge, despite having all this gold and bling on him. And the judge is like, nah, man, Tankman's cool. And, you know, we'll see you soon enough. Later. Um... So, a brief little interaction, though. Uh, though we will put over the, the fact that Mr. Thomas did, like, a soft sell of the Beaumayer Fight Club. So, it's interesting to see, like, maybe there's going to be some uh, seeds of doubt planted within the relationship of hustle and power already. You know, well, you know, but... Or it could just be, you know, hey, respect, man. That's another big dude we would probably want on our team, if at all possible. Following this, we get a whole mini saga of the history of Octagon Jr. Um, being a wrestler training in Mexico before getting, finding his calling to go to Japan and take part of the war factions between the Octagons and the Pentagons um, and all the training that he has done to make himself the best in the world. He will be coming back to MLW next week as he takes on King Muertes, El Dragon, and Hijo del LA Park for the IWA Caribbean Championship in a Cyclone match. What is a Cyclone match? I couldn't be bothered to look it up and they didn't tell us what it was, so, uh, surprise! I'm just gonna pretend it's a Fatal 4-Way. It's a Fatal 4-Way now. Four guys at once, spinning around in circles. Pretty, pretty circles. All right, it is time for our next match. Hustle and Power together once again to take on the makeshift team of Bud Heavy, everybody's favorite dude, and Red Pickens. Uh, have no clue who Red Pickens is. He's just some ginger, so he has no soul, so we should boo him. Boo. Boo to you, sir, and your lack of soul. Anywho, the match just starts off with a pounce, because why not? That That's all you need, uh, really. I love me a good pounce. Uh, the judge is tagged in, hits a spine buster. Oklahoma Stampede, followed by a big splash by Tankman on Red for the win. Yeah, yeah, that, that was quick. That was rather quick. And Bud Heavy didn't really even get a chance to do anything. He came in at the end to maybe break up a pin, but got speared for his efforts. Um, so not a whole lot to say about this match. So the tag champs look dominant as they should be. Um, it's great seeing Bud Heavy in action, even if he didn't really get to do anything. Love me some Bud Heavy. Um, but that that was pretty much it. So... In the meanwhile, let's move along. Let's uh, get those cheap plugs in, by the way, at least uh, for the people helping pay the bills. So he'll uh, take a short break. Be back in one minute. Until then, hola. Now, whether you're someone who works out or, like me, needs to maintain focus and mental clarity, we could all use a pick-me-up. That's where Ray's Energy steps in. With Refresh technology, Ray's provides a hydrating, sugar-free boost of energy without the crash some other energy drinks have. You can find out where you can get Ray's Energy near you by visiting www.repsports.com. And while you're there, check out the other products that Rep offers, such as pre- and post-workout supplements and snacks. And if you want some extra savings, order online and apply my discount code CASS, that's C-A-S-S, at checkout for 15% off your order. 
All right, we are back. Um, I missed the part where Rich Bocini had to hang out with Hustle and Power, talked about how well they gelled despite being together for such a short period of time. And they gelled together very well because they are the two baddest dudes in the locker room. Simple as that. Keep it to the point. Everyone loves that. Following this, in Cesar Duran's office, the Clout Couple are there. They thank Cesar for the crack security job they did and the fact that uh, that the security back door was left cracked so they could wander back into the building if necessary. Um, but Bastia Cesar wanders in. Cesar tries to pay him for the well, job well done last week, and he tells Cesar that he doesn't want Cesar's money. He wants Jacob Fatu. So Cesar makes it happen. It is going to be an apocalypto match next week. But before uh, Bastia wanders off, he grabs the stack of money just for good measure. All right, we are starting to wander into our main event. It is going to be Myron Reed versus a mystery opponent. Reed comes down to the ring, gets on the mic. He talks about how the young goat has been dealt injustice. And so he calls out Cesar Duran, who promptly comes out. He calls Reed a sheep, um, claims he's going to open the forbidden door for a kill shot for Myron Reed's title reign. And ladies and gentlemen, that's right. Former MLW World Heavyweight Champion, current All Elite Wrestler, Shane Swerve Strickland is here in the house. He is taking on Myron Reed for the World Middleweight Championship. The match starts off with a variety of strike and move attempts where they counter each other. My favorite one was Reed was going for one of those, like, kip-up dodges where he dodges a clothesline by bouncing off his back and is going to bounce to his feet. But Swerve just, like, stops and just jumps on Reed for the pin. Gets a two-count off of that. I thought that was fun. Um, but they really kind of go back and forth until Swerve yoinks Reed's arm against the ring ropes going outside of the ring. And that becomes kind of a recurring thing over the matches. We're working over Reed's left arm, uh, take some of the strength out of it. We do go outside the ring briefly where Reed gets his bearings back and dives on Swerve. Uh, but inside the ring, though, uh, to DDT. That was fun to see. And uh, we go to break, and when we come back, we get the boo-yay forearm strikes. That is won by Myron Reed. Uh, Reed counters a suplex into a stunner. Uh, Swerve comes back, though, with a big kick to the head and a cutter of his own. Kill shot, double stomp, 4-2. Reed goes for the flame on springboard uh, cutter. Uh, He gets uh, caught in a cross arm breaker and a mortified arm lock for his efforts as well. Uh, We get a couple of roll-up attempts that are reversed, rolling back and forth. Eventually, Reed is launched into the ropes, who hits the flame on springboard cutter for the three count out of nowhere. Your winner, the young goat, Myron Reed. And it was cool to see uh, Swerve back with the company, however brief it may end up being. And like the Davy Richards match to start the party, uh, this is a big win for Myron Reed. Um, if really, if I have to make any complaints about it, it, uh, you know, it was the ending just kind of like came out of nowhere, which I kind of felt the same with the Davy Richards match. Um, so it seemed like all that work, and then bam, got the cutter for three, and of course, you know, no one kicks out of the cutter. Um, but uh, that's really my only complaint, which is pretty high praise because I kind of get critical about Myron Reed matches, especially when it comes to like his selling and need to springboard off of things. But again, there's nothing to sneeze at uh, beating Swerve, even if he's just here for one night. Like, it's just great to see him back with the company. 
Um, before we end the show, we have one more teeny tiny little segment. It is 5150 with the World Class Wrestling Associated World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, they talk real quick about the Von Erichs, always quacking, just always talking about you know themselves, Von Erich this, Von Erich that. Blah! We are just going to chuck that belt into the river. Brat! And end the show. So, uh, fun episode of MLW Fusion. Um, you know, big big names involved, comparatively speaking, of with like Dave Richards, who is a regular monster member I am aware of. Uh, but with Swerve coming back, I'd like to see a, a bigger showcase for Swerve coming back. But, you know, there's nothing to sneeze at when you're pitting the guy against one of your champions and to be fair the only three-time champion in mlw history um overall though solid show we also got to see bud heavy and you can't you know can't complain about seeing bud bud seems like a good dude um but that's it that is our show for the day for the week not the month though i should be back next week hopefully knock on wood um but, you know, bearing all that, you know, stay tuned for all the plugs and the best ways you can support the show. Uh, appreciate every little bit of support we can get, every listen I get as well. So, in the meanwhile, I will just say this. Thank you all for listening. MLW Confusion is a weekly podcast that is written and performed by Rob Kammer and hosted at Anchor FM. The background music for this section is Ruined My Day, performed by Alan Schroeder. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to support, please like, subscribe, and tell your friends, family, and enemies. Leaving a review would also be helpful. Word of mouth advertisement, of course, is very important for us small podcasts. For my social media links, they can be found in the description below, but the Twitter and Instagram are both at the Nova of Cass, T-H-E-N-O-V-A-O-F-C-A-S-S, and Facebook is at MLW Confusion. If you'd like to support monetarily and help upgrade my equipment, please check out my virtual chip jar at www.kofi.com slash Casanova. That is C-A-S-S-O-N-O-V-A. If you'd prefer more bang for your buck, go to patreon.com slash Casanova, where for as little as $1, backers get access to the podcast early and without those pesky ads, plus other exclusive content. So head up the crew and join Maverick45, Alan Schroeder, and Keith Wynn, and check it out. You can also find t-shirts at whatamaneuver.net slash collections slash the Confusion Podcast. There's hyphens in between the Confusion Podcast, of course. And for other business inquiries such as ads and sponsorships, please email me at rzcammer, K-A-M-E-R-E-R, at comcast.net. Thank you all for listening. <laughs>